Welcome to this episode of my podcast. My name is Kalsum Butt, and I specialize in training medical professionals how to get the score they need in IELTS or OET so that they can get their dream job, take their career to the next level and start living their best life with their families by providing them with bigger and better opportunities. Before I start with the main topic for this week's episode, I just want to make you aware of how you can use this podcast to your maximum advantage. This is no ordinary podcast. You can use this podcast by one, simply listening to the podcast to get some advice that will help you in your IELTS or OET preparation. Number two, actively listening to this podcast to improve your listening skills. I try to keep it short. I know you guys are very busy people, but you can use it for focused listening practice. So you can use the show notes, which is a complete transcript of each episode. You can read the episode as you listen and analyze the language, learn new words or phrases, practice pronunciation and intonation. Number three, Also included in the show notes are some comprehension style questions that you can use by reading the transcript, using your skimming and scanning techniques to answer the questions. Answers are provided at the end, but you can also check your answers by listening to the podcast. Number four, you can use it as a listening test and answer the same questions while listening. And number five, I also include a brief analysis of some useful words or phrases that I have used in the podcast, which you can learn. So it's up to you how you would like to use this tool. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and social media so that more people can benefit from it too. Hi, and welcome to this episode. Um, This episode is all about OET reading part A and my top tips for improving your scores for OET reading part A. Before we start the main episode, I want to tell you about my exciting new free training that you can access right now. This is for OET students, but don't worry, I'm putting together some free training for IELTS students too, so don't worry. Um, This training is all about getting you organized and focused on the correct fundamentals of your preparation so that you're on the right track to getting the score that you need. It covers how to have the right study mindset. I show you how to find time to study every day, no matter how busy you are. I show you how to create a practical study timetable every week the exact skills you need to improve and how to improve them. So everything to do with your reading skills, your listening skills, your speaking skills and your writing skills. I show you reliable free resources to use to improve each subskill and how to use those resources effectively. Um, I also show you how to understand the marking criteria and how this can help you to prepare and improve. And I also show you how you can practically uh, improve your grammar and your vocabulary. If you're taking the test for the first time or you've taken it a few times, this training is a must if you want to make sure you are doing all the right things in your preparation. You can find the link to the training in the show notes where you will also find links to my private study groups for both IELTS and OET in Facebook. 
Okay, on with this episode. This episode is all about OET reading part A. A lot of students either find part A really easy or they find it really difficult. I'd love to know which one you are, let me know. Um, there are a few strategies for completing part A questions and I teach the one that I feel is the most effective and efficient way and the one that most of my students find the easiest. I've found that this method um, has given the best results consistent, consistently um, throughout my students, throughout all of my students. The first point I, I want to make here is that you must have a method. You must have a set strategy for answering questions, um, not only for OET reading part A, but for the whole of OET and for IELTS, for all of the subskills, you have to have a strategy, you have to have a method um, for answering each type of question. If you don't, then you are wasting time trying to work out how to answer the questions instead of just getting on and answering the questions. When you know exactly how you are going to tackle the questions, you can hit the ground running. You can just get on straight away and find the answers. Whatever method you choose, and I would suggest you try a few and choose one that you feel the most comfortable with and then just stick to it. Um, don't keep changing um, the methods, just stick to one and practice it so much that it becomes second nature to you. So you need to understand what skills the examiner is testing in this section, in OET reading part A, um, and with the type of questions that are in part A. So in this section, the examiner is testing your ability to read and understand different texts as quickly as possible testing not only your skimming and scanning techniques, but also your vocabulary, your spelling, and your grammar. Um, and it's important to remember this, so you make sure that these are the things you are practicing and improving. For the first seven questions, you need to quickly understand and be able to differentiate between each text using a combination of skimming and scanning techniques and using your vocabulary knowledge to identify keywords from the text and the questions. Now, vocabulary plays a huge part of the whole test, but especially so in the reading test and part A. It's your vocabulary knowledge that will help you to identify the keywords in both the text and the question. These can be synonyms, antonyms, paraphrasing of the question, um, or paraphrasing from the text, um, so you need, you know, in order to find the right answer, you need to have a good range of vocabulary. So that's the first thing you really need to work on. You need to be able to, able to understand the general gist of the text very quickly. So reading the headlines or the subheadings, reading the first and last line of each paragraph to get a quick understanding of what that paragraph is about. Spelling is very important. If you spell the word incorrectly, you'll get it wrong. Even if the answer was right, you won't get the answer correct. Similarly, grammar is equally important, especially for the last set of questions where you are completing the sentence. You have to make sure that your answer is grammatically correct. Um, when you write your answer, you've got to read back the statement and make sure it, it makes sense grammatically as well as the spelling. Um, now, 
Part A is the easiest section. The other sections get harder. So if you practice enough and practice correctly, there is no reason why you can't score full marks in part A. Um, so here are my five top tips for making sure you get the maximum marks for part A. But please remember, these tips require you to be proactive in your learning. You need to break down the skills and practice them by doing individual tasks that help to build up those skills. If you do this regularly, you will see a huge improvement. You need to trust the process and just do the work. Even if at the beginning you don't feel like you're getting anywhere or you can't see the benefit of doing um, the five things that I'm about to tell you, just trust the process and just keep going. Um, and you will see how all that practice that you will do will all come together and it will help you to read more, uh, uh, more efficiently. So what are my five top tips of part A? First of all, you need to practice skimming and scanning. Basically, what this means is that you are practicing reading an article or a document or an email or a memo, whatever it is, and understanding the general gist of it as quickly and accurately as possible. So this is skimming, and there are a number of ways to master this technique. You don't have enough time to read every single word in the test, so you have to skim read. So this is basically running your eyes very quickly over the text and identifying the key words and understanding the general topic, the meaning or the message of the text. To practice this, you need to guess what? You need to read. You need to skim read. So, for example, getting different articles and documents uh, and skim reading them by reading the article, uh, sorry, reading the titles or any subheadings, reading the first and last lines of the paragraphs, uh, running your eyes over the words um, and getting a general understanding very, very quickly of what that article is about. Once you think you understand the general meaning, you can read the text in more detail to see if you are right. Now, you, you can get, it's important as part of your reading practice, and I've mentioned this in other episodes, it's important to read um, and listen when it comes to listening as well, to, to read um, a variety of different types of reading materials. So it could be work manuals. So the manuals you get at work, perhaps, if they're in English, and you can easily access them online. Um, any kind of emails or articles in the newspaper um, or online or anything like that, you need to really have a range of reading materials to practice from. The wider you read, the easier the reading will become in the test. You will build up that stamina. You'll build up that scope for reading. Um, so that's a very, very important point. So that's skimming. Let's move on to scanning. So scanning practice is also key. You need scanning techniques where you need to find more specific information as in the questions eight onwards. So you use the same articles to identify the keywords in the article which give detailed information. So what are those words that give more information? Um, so, you know, these 
tasks that I'm giving you is not the most exciting task to do. Nevertheless, it has to be done. The more you do this, the faster your skimming and scanning techniques will be and the faster you will read. These two skills are the key reading skill that are tested because in real life, you do this all the time without even realizing it in your native language. Now you just need to master the same skills, but in English. So that's tip number one. Tip number two, you must work on your vocabulary skills. This is a must for all of OET, not just for the reading. You improve your vocabulary, you will improve all aspects of OET. You need to work on this actively every single day if you want to improve. Now, I'm not going to go into too much detail about vocabulary here because, you know, this is such a, an important topic um, that I did a whole podcast episode on it where I talk about how to practice and learn vocabulary the right way. And the link for that is in the show notes. So please do have a look at that. And, you know, I, I go into a lot of depth of the correct way of learning vocabulary. So make sure you, you listen to that podcast if you haven't already. Tip number three, practice your spelling. Now, I understand this can make you feel a bit like a child again at school. It may even bring back bad memories, but if it means getting the school you need and getting your dream job, it's worth breaking through those memories and working hard to minimize those spelling errors. Um, like I mentioned before, even if you write the wrong answer, if it's spelling correctly, it's more likely you get, you'll get it wrong. Um, you'll be marked uh, the answer will be marked as incorrect. So unfortunately, this is something that you have to do. So there are a few ways to do this. The first method is to keep a running list of spelling mistakes you make regularly and of new words you need to learn. So make sure when you learn new words, um, you also learn the spelling as part of learning that word, you know, which is part of being able to use that word correctly in the first place. And when you listen to um, it's episode three, that's about vocabulary. Um, all of what I'm saying here will become a lot more clearer. Also, make a list of spelling mistakes from past reading tests and practice those. So go back to your past papers and look at if where you've made spelling mistakes and make a list of those. Test yourself on a regular basis. Get someone else to test you. Um, make this one of your DNN, so your daily non-negotiables. So what are daily non-negotiables, DNNs as I like to call them? So these are tasks that you must complete no matter what happens during the day. So no matter how busy you get, you have to spend five or 10 minutes doing this non-negotiable task to keep you moving forward in your preparation. So if even if your whole plan, you know, your study plan goes out the window that day, you, you know, you have to work an extra shift or your child gets sick or something happens that throws you off track, which happens, you know, life gets in the way sometimes and that's perfectly fine. But if you have this daily non-negotiable, this one thing that no matter what, even if you have to stay up a little bit late or um, you have to wake up a little bit earlier, you will get this one task done. And at least that will mean that you've done something that day 
to move you forward in your preparation. So one of those things could be um, revising over spelling. So a list of words that you uh, get wrong regularly, that you get the spelling wrong regularly, uh, you could just practice those. It could be just five words that you're going to go through in that day uh, and make sure you, you can spell those correctly. So that could be your non-negotiable task. Um, so that's all about spelling. So tip number four, use past reading papers you have completed to analyze your mistakes. Um, and these could be any types of mistakes. These could be spelling mistakes, mistakes regarding vocabulary. Perhaps you've misunderstood a word or you've not even known what the word means. You know, find out why you got the answer wrong for each question you got wrong. Did your answer make grammatical sense? So did your answer make grammatical sense? You know, was it a grammar error? Was it a vocabulary error? Was it a spelling error? Was it a reading error? Um, or did you just run out of time and did you just rush the answer? Analyze where you went wrong. Why did you get the answers wrong? Why did you put down that wrong answer? And why is it the correct answer? So also look at the correct answer and analyze why that is the correct answer and why yours is wrong. Analyze the texts, analyze how the questions are worded as well. So actually analyze the exam paper itself. What vocabulary is used? How are the questions paraphrased? So look at the text and look at the questions, look at the answer and see how they've put together the questions from the text um, and, and analyze the paper that way, the test that way. By doing this, you're almost reverse engineering the process by looking at the answer first and analyzing why the answer is correct, you know, how they've got to the answer. So you're kind of doing it backwards. And that's a really good, effective exercise to do. Um, and it's it's it really helps you to, you know, you pick up new vocabulary, you pick up how the questions and how the test is put together. Tip number five. So this is the last one. And it's simply practice, practice, practice. All of what I have just mentioned, um, you just need to practice it until it becomes second nature to you. And once it becomes second nature to you, your reading speed will increase and your reading stamina will increase. Um, your vocabulary will increase. So my question to you is, what are you going to do with this information? There's no point just listening to me going on about what you should be doing. And then as soon as this podcast is finished, it's you've forgotten all about it. I want to know what you are going to implement from this podcast. I would love to hear from you. Um, you can email me. You can um, contact me through Facebook, through my email. Um, just or can, you can leave a comment below this podcast. I'd love to know your feedback. Let me know what you are going to implement from this podcast and from the other, other podcasts that you may have listened to. Remember, you have to actually take action and do the work every single day. So 
get going. I really hope you have found this episode useful. Please let me know if you have. I would love to get your feedback. And if there is something you would like me to do an episode on uh, for IELTS or for OET, please just let me know. The details on how you can contact me are in the show notes of this episode. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. If you are not willing to change or implement advice and you keep doing the same thing, you will keep getting the same results again and again. Real progress, real improvement comes when you push yourself outside of your comfort zone. Please don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast with your colleagues and on your social media so that more people can benefit too. Take care and keep working hard.